So what did you uh, think of Wild? Um, I thought that Reese Witherspoon did an excellent job. But I felt like, having not read the book, that I was missing out on a lot. So there was a lot of flashbacks to tell the rest of the story because most of the time the sort of current day was just watching her on the trail. And, you know, after a while that's the same shot. Ow, my feet hurt. Oh, okay, you know, we're camping, we're hiking, we're doing all the, like, you know, things that you do when you're camping and hiking. But um, then there was these flashbacks, and there was a flashback to her cheating on her husband, but she cheated with, like, multiple men, and she's a waitress, and she's having sex in an alleyway with two different guys. And me watching it, I was like, well, who's that woman? And, And she's not the same woman that I see on the trail, and I wanna know her too. And I just felt like there was a lot of backstory that we missed. And then I felt like it also just kind of ended, like, boop, you know, like she was still on the trail. She was getting these packages from her ex-husband, but we didn't know where that was leading. And he was like, I miss you. And it just, it sort of felt like lopped off and just abruptly ended. So while I enjoyed sort of her performance and sort of the the camping things of ha ha cold food and wrong fuel for your stove and all that stuff that you know all my boots hurt and all that shit exactly like overall as a storytelling it was just fell flat i thought what did you think having read the book and also uh, watched the movie well i think you make a lot of good points and you sum up a lot of things well uh, you know, the book ends just a little further along, really, but it goes kind of around a corner. Uh, first of all, um, I guess that bridge of the gods uh, that she has as a goal is uh, between Oregon and Washington. So then she's going to go to Portland. So her friend is that I, th- uh, I think they call uh, I think Amy or someone like they mention her, but I don't think she really plays much of a role where she seems more important in the story because both um you know as the person who not only sends her the stuff along the trail that's important those packages you know other than the boots of course which is like uh rei right and uh, and, and like the book i think the package is there but later it's a little she has to wait a little longer anyway well at the end of the after the bridge of the gods you know she says that she went and got ice cream and then she talks to a guy who offers her a ride, but she doesn't want to ride, and she wants to walk a little further. And then she says, "Oh yeah." And then four years later, I married my husband there at the Bridge of the Gods. And then four years later, I, or so, I I had a kid, and two years later after that, I had another kid, or something like that. So she kind of tags out the end. Well, no, I, I didn't go back to that husband. You know, I found another guy. Uh, you know, I started a family and. Uh, and 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 I stayed around Portland, like like so so it's it's really just a few paragraphs at the end, but it has more resolution than that. But it's very close to the story, and then there's a lot of the same characters. And yeah, like I mean, the flashbacks I think are pretty close. Like I think maybe the book starts with the boot about to fall off, and then a flashback to even earlier on the trail. So not only right are we flashing back to um. Uh, her life leading her up to her like 80 or 90 or so days on the trail through uh, 
along the Pacific Crest Trail, right, in, uh, on the West Coast. And she she uh, did her trip in the summer of 1995. So uh, I thought that was that was kind of interesting. Like uh, she gives more detail about the uh, you know the backpacker culture. I mean, because they, vis- they I think you know they did a pretty good job in the movie showing like like you were talking about the you know the cooking with the you know uh backpacker stove and stuff like that yeah but in the book she can go into more detail and she can talk more about the culture and their conversations with the people at the places and so those young guys that she's camping with yeah like she runs into a couple times in the book and she calls them like the young bucks but it's more affectionate in the book they're a little more kind of distant like i mean i mean in the movie maybe they're more distant in the book maybe she's a little more affectionate about them but like you know it's like she has these different uh um you know kind of uh you know collegial relationships with other hikers right but they're mostly men and there there's all sorts of reasons people so they go more into people's backgrounds and then she runs into that woman right like at one point that like uh that's also you know traveling but uh but 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 sometimes there's couples but it's often like uh you know like like she talks about the people like that guy um i think it's greg you know i think he gives her a feather so in her her pack which she of course talks a little bit more about in the book she you know uh i think she mentions ray jardine or like those some of those like backpacking guru types you Mm -hmm. know and and it's like I remember I went backpacking uh, in 1995. Also, I was like, uh, I went, I was going to uh, the uh, Philmont Ranch with, uh, with the uh, some some like uh, uh, other Boy Scouts. So I was like 16. But like, it's interesting to you know read in the book about the, you know, the backpacker kind of culture, the stuff people, you know, talking about like. But but they do it. They give you. They give like a decent intro about it with. Uh, um, like the guy that tells her to eliminate all that stuff. Yeah, I thought that was really a good uh, thing. And like good tips too, you know. Because you do tend to overpack sometimes when you're when you're starting out. Now, so did she, she got into drugs, right? She was into like yeah, she was doing heroin, heroin because yeah. her mom died. Well, that's the thing is the mother plays a big role in the movie, but the book uh, uh, goes into, you know... Um, a lot about uh, her relationship with the with the uh, mom. So they try to summarize it with all the different stuff that happened. Like the mom was a little bit like of a free spirit, and she was very affectionate, but she had a tough time keeping everything together after getting divorced. And the the, the father was was a jerk, and he was he was really terrible. And the uh, mother did her best to keep the family together, but sometimes. Uh, Cheryl, uh, the the protagonist, you know, has her her questions about it. When her her sister, I don't know if she even has a sister in the movie. She has a sister, who, but she didn't always show up at the stuff. So like, her sister's not around. She and then her brother, brother was a, was was like he yeah. he runs off. He's in denial. And so because her mom gets sick with uh, some sort of really really bad uh, illness, uh, and it becomes fatal very quickly. And so right, they show her getting very upset about that. And uh, and then like the fox, I think she maybe thinks that fox that she sees is her mom. I don't know. Oh, okay. 
Well, I thought Laura Dern, who played the mom in the movie, was phenomenal. I mean, she had she has that mix of keeping it light with deep hurt and pain underneath, and you can you can just see layers and layers in how she plays and looks and smiles. There's a smile, but there's a sadness in the eyes. You know, there's there's just something about the way that she did that character and and then even Reese Witherspoon kind of you know played a younger version of herself which is amazing that she can do yeah. and um you know it was it was kind of cool to see that part of it but i guess the one thing i thought of is Reese Witherspoon to me She's pretty much kind of an American sweetheart character or ingenue, if you will, right? And so it was hard for me, even though she played it well, to, for me, and again, not understanding. So she went from, like, because she seemed to be, like, kind of like a really good student, right? And this, like, really, like, she took care of her mom, so she seemed to have her kind of shit together. And then she completely fell apart and was doing drug drugs and having sex with a bunch of people. Like, how does that happen? Like, what else contributed to that downfall? Was it just the mother or, like, were there other factors? Because it, it just, like, that just seemed sort of weird and off. And, like, it didn't make sense. And maybe because it was Reese Witherspoon playing it. Yeah, and also, I don't know, that's a really good question, and maybe that's sort of a question that's sort of in the book, too, you know, but uh, I would say about the husband, because you brought him up, you know, I do I do think there's one decisive point in the movie, because I think it is more ambiguous than in the book about how it's over with the husband uh, in the book, but she does say in the movie, I wrote your name on the beach, but it's the last time I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. so I guess she did do it again, right, after divorcing him and then going on the trail but uh you know i think the way that they portrayed that uh hookup with that guy uh on the trail uh was a little different in the book i i thought i remember that that like it was they weren't so much uh you know um like that was you know because remember like uh um they, they, that was her time to have sex on the trail, right? Because the guy uh, who was looking, uh, who was in a camp uh, with her, helping her lighten her pack, saw how many condoms she had. That and... was funny. <laughs> so she kept one. Yes. Yeah, so she, uh, so she used that. Like, um, I thought maybe she used it at the beach and instead of at, at his place or something. But either way, you know, like she had this. This look up in the middle of the trail. And, and a lot of the elements like that, a lot of them are pretty much in order. And, you know, kind of like back to what I was saying earlier about the flashbacks, right? There's a flashback, uh, a number of flashbacks. So to many of these different things we've just talked about in the uh, uh, book and movie, uh, you know, about her, her life leading up to that point uh, in her mid-20s where she lost her mom and she divorced her husband and she was like looking for something different because she'd gotten you know into involved with a number of different guys and then with heroin and maybe other stuff and just what you know um she was doing this different thing and and she didn't really know much about backpacking even though she lived a really outdoorsy life so all these flashbacks to different parts of her her bio uh but also it uses the uh 
the movie device, the the um, mid uh, stream uh, cold open or whatever, like the start the startup uh, in the middle uh, of the uh, story chronologically, right? right. Because mm-hmm. she's she's trying to like <laughs> fix her her boots. She's having an issue. And I think in the book she says like they're not quite the right size and that's why she's been having those issues. Well, it's pretty stunning because, you know, you see her struggle and then you see her with her giant backpack and you see that shoe fall down and you're just like, oh no. Like, you know, you kind of have maybe have an idea what the story's about and she's hiking. And then you see her throw the other one, and then you're like, oh. And then it's it's kind of cool to see that that's where she tapes her feet and then gets her new boots. And I don't know if that was a plug for REI or not, but I definitely, that, like, my marketing, you know, signals went off. I was like, wah, wah, wah. And I was like, wow, if they really do that, that's pretty cool. Do you think they do that for real? Oh, I think there I do have some policies about standing behind some of their gear, but I'm not sure exactly. Did it mention REI in the book? Uh, I think so. Okay. I do think that, that she did mention uh, brand. I think it was REI. Okay. Big week. And I have a link to, in the show notes to the Kindle version of the book uh, by Cheryl Strayed. djmcloud.com slash 64 podcast with me dan mckeown and with jessica mckeown hi hey uh uh we are recording uh podcast number 148 it is uh march 27 2015 you can find the show notes uh go to the website djmcloud.com slash 64 and uh just look for the episode number March 27th? Why do we start recording at midnight always? It was throws me off. <laughs> it's Friday now. So, uh, what do you think of the uh, the app launcher? Pretty awesome. So there's there's an app that's now available. Uh, for a while, it was not in the app store. It was it was maybe briefly available, but pulled like some six months ago, in the early days of iOS eight. Uh, so you can basically swipe down in iOS to the uh, today widgets uh, in the notification center. Okay. And then you can use it to, you can choose like eight apps, at least in the free version, to to launch. And it can also be action. So on the phone, you saw I have one for call you. Mm-hmm. I did. And then there's also uh, one called music launcher. Which actually will launch albums or or songs that you set up 
that you if you're using the uh, default iTunes music library in an iOS device. Oh, cool. Firefox Developer Edition. You know, I used it um, a couple years ago when it was called Firefox Aurora, but at that point, I don't know, the uh, cutting edge of Firefox wasn't, I didn't find it very cool. Uh, right now, I'm, I really like uh, using the uh, current version of Firefox. I've just been using the WebKit-based browsers, uh, you know, Chrome and Safari to a lesser extent. There's a uh, there's a new a new uh, video from the uh, artist Cassette Boy. Uh, I found this on his YouTube channel, and it's uh, it involves British politics maybe, but uh, I think the themes are pretty universal to a lot of countries around the world these days. Thank you, thank you. Because we're leaving them to their own devices, the poorest are making all of the sacrifices, the cost of living prices, house prices, the cost of a deposit. I don't give a shit. Yes. Yes, of course we should address it. So we will blame the deficit on people claiming benefits. And as we look at what people get from the state, we don't care about how long people have to wait in a We don't care about your GP. We have to get the money. It's important to me. And as the NHS is being sold off, it's businesses that get the profit in their pockets. Make sure the tops stay better off. Make sure the money stops at the top. Take every penny from the hands of the many and give everything to the few. It's a Where is the fairness we couldn't get? Yes. One tax law for the rich and another for the rest. And we will take interest in the very richest. Let us make the poor the richest. Tax evasion is a man-made disaster. These are the people I serve as chancellor. I know the answer is to fill the wallets of the rich and balance the bills on the backs of the poor. The rich pay less tax. Let us make sure they don't pay any more. And as my chums move their money ashore, I am the one holding open the door. Let us be the party that makes you cry, but madness is voting for the other guy. Good morning, everybody. Our ideas are partly fair. People from different cultures coming here. And when I hear our policies about ethnic minorities, we're the only party that actually believes in social mobility. Because our ability to push migrants on a boat is my personal priority. Yes, the majority... And uh, there's... um. A, uh, another story that uh, takes us back to America and uh, that story 
is the most popular beers. So uh, this uh, website that I'm looking at right now, uh, vinepair.com, and uh, they have uh, a list, um, uh, and uh, I guess it's... uh, they, they, they also break it out by uh, sales and uh, number of cases. So the uh, top uh, selling uh, beers, number one, Bud Light. Number two, Coors Light. Number three, Budweiser. And it goes on from there. And, and one thing I noticed about it is that uh, it's a lot of um, light lagers still with... because. Uh, I wonder. I wonder how much of um, the IPA, the different kinds of ales and stuff, uh, dominating the uh, the craft brew world, uh, has to do with a reaction with how uh, how light, how like lager type, uh, so many of the beers in the in the U.S. are, and uh, so the, you know the first five. Uh, you know, are not surprising, and it goes on. I mean, natural light and bush light, six and seven. So, uh, you know, definitely a lot of people, uh, you know, trying to uh, drink a lot of alcohol uh, on a budget. Hey guys, I'm Greg. Let's come see what's in the fridge. Hey everybody, and I'm Greg. I still like you know, the European Pilsners, the Carlsbergs, and Peronis, and stuff like that. But I, I enjoy different types of beer. Of course, I, I like Guinness. But locally here, a lot of people drink the Rainier beer. And uh, one, one problem I have with that is that it has the uh, kind of... Uh, top-heavy bitterness of uh, other American beers that I'm not particularly fond of. It's it, it's probably more like Miller than Old Style, but it's it's got that, like, that, um, I don't know, malty uh, high punch to it that you got to watch out for if you're drinking that stuff. You can... Uh, Send your uh, feedback. Tell me what uh, you think of the uh, the local beers. Uh, you, you know, you uh, send me feedback at twenty fifteen at sf three am dot com by email. Or go to the website pacificpelican.us. I'll take you to some of my stuff on the web. And you know, let me know what uh, what beers you like. Do you like the, uh, the local beer of San Francisco, Anchor Steam? Or, or is that Sierra Nevada? Or is it Sing Tao? Yes.
history of the streets again. But this one's Nashville, Tennessee. Lieutenant Keith Vine is right here, baby. AKA Mr. 22, man. Uh-huh. I'm the man from the hood right here with all the kids, baby. Made a worldwide viral with this shit. But this is what we do down here, baby. This is how we get it in. This is what I could show them. Oh, in the courthouse. So, off camera, on camera. This is how I get it in down here. I do it big. I feel I shine, I go hard. I make it happen. Nashville, Tennessee, baby. We on the map. I feel First 48, they got shit on us down here. <laughs> Chicago. It's over there, man. You know what? Thank you. 